Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Instance. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Instance, episode 604. It's June 9th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson with Garen, we- Garen? Garen Weinzerpel. Hi, Garen. How are you without the well, T's? Uh, if anyone would like to actually follow me, it's, it's Garrett. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> I'm doing all right, Scott. How are you uh, doing? That's what, I, that's what I get when I have a big lunch right before the show. I shouldn't do that. It makes me logy uh, and tired. And- uh, I, I, had, I had a lovely, and I know pe- this is what people are showing up for. I made an egg sandwich on an English muffin. Oh, Lord. Sounds all I right. just had like some lame-ass cereal when I actually got up today, and so it was lunchtime. I'm like, I'm going to make a proper breakfast but have it for lunch because I'm an adult and I can do what I want. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'll tell you another adult who's with us. He's adulting hard. It's Patrick Beja all the way from Finland. Hello, Patrick. Oh, I am such an adult. I have a child. Uh, I live in a house in the countryside. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I never thought I would get here. Thank you. You're also uh, standing today, which is, uh, is this new for you? Did you just get a standing arrangement? Oh, no. I've no? had it for a long time. Oh. Um, but I usually use my stand-up standing desk. You know, it's like you can move it oh Go, yeah look at this look at this look at this oh watch this you guys this... <laughs> oh oh you want to play that game wait wait <laughs> i could do this too you know oh i don't want to it's too far to reach whoa you're okay. disappearing oh, into the abyss better than me <laughs> i also What's have up? one of those but my What's problem up? is What's i got a, i have a mark on this mark arm that will block it and it'll all get effed up if i push it so i'm not doing it that's probably uh that wouldn't be a good idea but yeah i use it sometimes from the makers of garen yeah no doubt the thing is you're supposed to uh like alternate every hour or so between sitting and standing yeah and i'm too lazy so i just set it and then for like five hours i'm so it basically it doesn't serve its purpose you said it it it. it. yeah said and forget it i like that phrase it's a good Mm -hmm. one well, um, I'm happy to have <clears throat> both of you here. Whether you stand, whether you sit, that's all that matters is that you're functionally here and available as adults. <laughs> and uh, To speak. Uh, to Into speak. a microphone. That's right. So we can talk about this well. stuff. All right. Let's talk a little about World of Warcraft. Before we get into this little bit of news we got this week, I'm curious uh, how your game time has gone because I ran into a, a little bit of a problem. It's no... Uh, Shocked anybody to hear that we're having a little bit of unrest here in the United States. A, a lot, actually. And actually, quite a few uh, shows of solidarity around the world. Um, big groups doing big things in lots of places. And it's really, really uh, distracting. Or it feels like it's um, so ever-present that it's kind of hard to, uh, to do much else. But I have found that my little plan of being sort of bored with current WoW Endgame and playing alts and leveling them through old content has been really cathartic, partially because it's just fun and cathartic anyway. But secondly, it's a great thing that I can just have going 
We always forget this about WoW, or maybe we don't, but some people may forget how great WoW has always been at being the thing I can do while something else is going on. So I can focus on a TV show I'm catching up on and still play World of Warcraft. I can listen to the news or hear something my wife has to say or have a conversation with one of my kids and still play World of Warcraft without being incredibly um, unfocused and or distracted by said game. So that's what I've been doing. And it's been nice. I really like it. Like I like that, that reminder that that game can be that thing for me. I don't have to be so focused on it that I feel like I'm, you know, messing up on other stuff I should be giving my focus to. And it's been really uh, helpful for me in a, in a very mental way. I have improved my week, my last, about the last week and a half since I talked to you guys. So I'm curious uh, what we're all doing. Patrick, what are you doing in that game right now? Are you doing anything in World of Warcraft? And if you are, does it help you the way it's helping me? It is not because I am not. Oh man, um, dang it. You know, I still, I still want at some point to get the, uh, achievement the the pathfinder achievement mm -hmm. but for some reason it, it was i i'm almost there i have like uh rustbolt resistance a reputation that i need and maybe one other thing but i was just like i don't know the the i i stopped playing for some reason so no also our issues aren't as you know it's a little bit more present for you guys oh, yeah. uh, so here it's getting to summer and uh not that i'm going out but i'm right. enjoying the thought that i'm enjoying summer yeah a little bit of and, sun won't, won't won't hurt but so you were last i checked in with you you had kind of gotten a resurgence happening you were playing like crazy it was a while yeah. it was a few weeks ago um a few weeks yeah. and what was there anything that just suddenly you just went okay i've hit a wall or some other game distract you like i'm just curious that's weird. I think it's like my goal was definitely the um, you know the, the 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 achievement, and I I did like ninety percent of the work to the point that I thought now it's going to be relatively easy. I figured it out, and then I lost interest a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, oh okay, I've basically done it. I haven't, but it's almost <laughs> as if I had, yeah. which is pretty awesome as a uh, like thought. Uh, gymnastics like for anything like just to, you don't need to do it just think that you almost have and then you can stop mm. it's great to achieve stuff in your life yeah. um, yeah. and that's that's where what happened mm. i don't know yeah. can we record a variant of the intro of the show that says the instance of world of warcraft podcast so patrick doesn't have to <laughs> <laughs> probably have that around here somewhere you slip it in like at random like three times a year just so people are driving they just you know spew coffee all over their windshield well there are definitely times where um i mean right before all of this uh sort of before the protests i was kind of on a downswing but i was playing here and there the protests were like enough to make me have less interest in a lot of other games that might otherwise attract my attention. Like I'm actually seriously interested in the new expansion for Elder Scrolls Online, but I also know that because of how sto story heavy it is, it's going to be a thing I'm going to want to really pay attention to. And so I'm holding off. I'm going to hold off on that because I feel like I don't have the, the focus. Whereas this just let me semi-focus. Garrett, I know you're in a lot. What are you, what are you doing? Uh yeah, uh, yeah, this is beyond loaded to think about because it's like, I, I guess folks at home, these are this is just three friends just talking about 
we're, we're just being honest with each other. We're not trying to uh, uh, over-personalize how the very, very sad and insular ways that uh, the shitstorm is currently going down in America, I think for good reason, yeah. uh, is affecting us as gamers. Right. Uh, so that being said, I'd like to now start talking to my friends. Um, my, uh, I'm with you, Scott. I'm feeling very much the same way. Um, it, it, to me, it feels like my need to be active in trying to signal those things that I think are important has kind of eaten into my desire to be competitive. Mm. So my game time is down in things like Heroes of the Storm Draft and Hearthstone Ladder, but my game time is up in things like leveling Ultimate World of Warcraft and Animal Crossing. Mm. These things that kind of put me at ease mm -hmm. uh, and are kind of like a vacation from thinking and competing and fighting. That's interesting because I hadn't really thought about it, but you bring up a great point. Those other games are all about competition. And the ones I want to get, the games that attract me at the moment aren't, aren't, aren't things that are competitive. Normally, I'm kind of into that as well. But I've been playing a lot of cooperative uh, Deep Rock Galactic with some friends. That game's great and also chill. Some would say it isn't because there's spiders in caves, but it's, it's still pretty chill. Um, Animal Crossing every day. And then World of Warcraft has been kind of the triumvirate. And it's like, here's my social gaming that's also super chill. Here's my sitting on the couch trying to de-res and I'm playing Animal Crossing and I'm selling fruit. That's as chill as you can get. And then when I'm down here, I'm like, you know what I'm in the mood for? Old episodes of like Bewitched. So I'm going to put that on the TV and I'm going to just sit there and binge on those while I go and level up a dwarf hunter. There's been real catharsis in that and real escape for me in that. Whereas I'm not finding that in other stuff. And I mean all forms of other things. Like I can't really watch a movie right now because it feels a little weird. And some some people are going to hear us having this conversation between friends, Garrett, as you as you mentioned it, and they're going to immediately think, "Uh oh, the show's going to get political and pick sides and do stuff." We're not we're not essentially essentially we're not doing that. All we're saying is the stuff affects your life. I'm curious what other players are doing right now. Um, I've talked to some who used to be two nights a week raid hardcore, and right now their raid teams are are sitting it out because this is all a little too much for them, and it doesn't feel right for them to be to be playing that kind of like almost bang your head against the wall frustrated mythic level raiding during a time where you're trying to escape with your with your hobbies, not make your life more stressful. Um, so I think there's a little bit of self care going on. I think that's probably good. Um, and, uh, you know, nothing wrong with it. And WoW, for me, just is there for me in that in that regard and always has been. Whenever things have been a little bit weird, um, it's been a great escape for me. I remember when I was, uh, what year that was, my daughter was 12. And she started having these things, doctors called focal seizures, which was like um, seizures, but they were happening. And she would stay awake. She wouldn't actually be knocked out by them. So she would actually experience them, feel them. But they were a lot like grand mal seizures. She couldn't control them. And she would go temporarily blind during them. It was an awful, scary thing for her as a young 12-year-old, obviously. But for her parents, we were freaking out. And doctors were like, well, put her on this medicine, but she'll probably never have kids if you do because this medicine will do this oh or that. And yeah, it was, it was awful stuff. And at the time, I was like, well, hold on. We can manage this, right? Because if we're with her, 
and she is awake. It's different than grand mal seizures where people black out while they're driving. She's 12. She's with us a lot anyway, other than at school. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're going to try to manage it maybe instead of making that huge, disgusting uh, choice for her future all, you know, all at once. So anyway, not really my point. But the point is, during that time, I remember feeling pretty hopeless and helpless about a lot of things that I couldn't control, which is not that different than this. Um, and at least with this, I have some voice, I have some platform, so I can discuss it, talk about it, make a difference, that sort of thing. But then it was like, well, just me and Kim trying to make sure she doesn't hurt herself and, and that this doesn't get worse. And their theory was that she would be over them by the time sort of puberty fully kicked in um, and that it wasn't that uncommon, especially for girls at that age, 12 and 13. So we went with that hypothesis and it turns out it was the right one. They did uh, stop by the time she was 14. She's never had one since. Um, she's since had a baby uh, a year and a half ago. So I'm super glad we didn't do the drugs. And uh, the point is that during that time, Warcraft was a, a safe haven for me. It was this game where I could just forget all that other stuff and not truly forget it, but put it aside for a second and escape into this place while everybody else went to sleep. I could play World of Warcraft and I could enjoy the fantasy of it. I could enjoy the progression of it and not feel pressured, not feel like I had to do something. I could just be there and, and, and be in that world and do my stuff. And that was a really helpful thing for me then. It kind of helped. I mean, it was a major part of me getting through it. So, and this show was going then, by the way. I probably talked about it on the show back in 20, whatever it was, 2010, I guess, or 20, whatever it was. Um, it probably came up. But anyway, I, I don't know why I shared that whole thing other than to say I think that it's important sometimes to to at least acknowledge. helps. Yeah. Right? Yes. That, that's the point. Yeah. And wow, it's great escapism. Yeah, WoW is a great escape. It's the great escape, like the movie. And uh, we all need it. We could all use it right now. So I hope other people are getting that out of the game. Some people may not be. I don't know. Maybe video games in general are just like off the table for some people. I'm sure there are people like that. Uh, probably depends on, you know, yeah. I, I think it just kind of depends on you and, and what, like maybe some people might be listening to this and be like, Garrett, you're stressed out, but you're getting away from competitive games. That's crazy. That's the number one thing that kind of helps me level. Like maybe who knows? Mm -hmm. um, I think everyone's a little bit different, but I, uh, I, I get, again, I get where you're, where you're coming from, Scott. It's like, I like the three of us really like, couldn't be like, we are not the, we're, we're, we're three white dudes, mm -hmm. uh, right? Like this, we are in an extreme place of privilege uh, in, in regards to what's going on right now. Uh, so our brains, I think, are, are very naturally going to go to, well, what was a time in my life where it was extremely tumultuous uh, or I felt uh, challenged or hopeless or whatever? And you start to think about what gives you comfort. And I think if you're listening to this show, that an the answer to that has probably been wow at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It, I don't know. My brain's been going there a lot. Uh, you reposted uh, Tom's DTNS special. Oh yeah, on listen. the show last week, yeah, uh, and and so did I. And and if you went and listened to it over where I reposted it on the Angry Chicken channel, you'll you'll hear me say that I, you know, it it it's easy to feel like uh, talking about video games is about the dumbest, most least important thing in the world right now. But I hope at the very least, if you need a recharge, that that's what we're providing for you, mm -hmm. so that you can go out and affect the change that you know needs to be made in the world. Um, and that's just I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Uh, I was trying not trying not to get too uh, philosophical here, but 
Here we are. No, it's okay. Uh, this show can do that once in a if, while. You know, never hurts. If I may, um, Tom's DTNS was great. If you're interested in that kind of thing, I also did a uh, conversation with a gentleman named Gunner uh, on the Phileas Club, who's who was born in uh, Minneapolis, lives there now, um, and tells us about you know the context of all of this and his experiences. And so when I say, oh, in, in earlier in our conversation, I was like, oh, it doesn't really affect us. And if I'm far from this. Obviously, it's not true. You you hear about it all the time. It's very present. Um, it is something that we're very, I don't know, aware of and, and sure. just don't want people to get the idea that, oh, they haven't heard about it in, <laughs> over in Europe. Yeah. We have. It's, yeah. it's, it's impossible. To Plus you guys keep having rallies that are like, Oh my Lord, that's like 10,000 people in that square or, you know, stuff like that. They're just like these solidarity rallies and it's super cool to see. And also, Hey, guess what? Racism doesn't have borders. We have our own special intensity at the moment, but there's plenty of it out there. So, uh, yeah, hard to avoid all this stuff. And I think it's okay to feel a little overwhelmed by it. It's okay to feel like, um, it couldn't have come at a worse time or, or, you know, this, this, particular uptick couldn't have happened at a worse time with COVID-19 floating around. These are all truths. It's okay to hold those truths in your head at the same time, but give yourself a break and level a dwarf hunter. <laughs> I'm telling you there's catharsis in there. There's a way to escape or play end game. That's fine. It's just not doing it for me. Um, and also thanks everybody who's sending the nice comments about us reposting Tom's show. Um, uh, we take no credit for it. Neither does Tom for that matter. It's those who were on it that I think deserve the credit. And we were happy to showcase those voices here. Only got one dissenting email. Um, everybody else seemed pretty happy with it. In fact, lots and lots of comments that uh, made people happy. There's maybe somebody who didn't like it who didn't write in. And to them, I say, I don't know what I can do for you. But uh, thank you for letting us do that little break and uh, talk about something maybe a little bit more important than the stuff we're about to talk about now. All right. That's how it's going to go. All right. So check this out. There was supposed to be a Shadowlands reveal event today. Today was the day, but they postponed it. And I think they were right to do it. They said this, um, more important voices than ours need to be heard. Now was not the time, uh, or sorry, now was the time to listen. We are postponing our upcoming World of Warcraft Shadowlands stream planned for June 9th, and we'll share more details about the expansion in the future. Uh, I think it was the right call. I can't wait to hear what it's about and what the reveals are going to show. They do say on the site, um, the original posting said it would be a simulcast stream live with World of Warcraft executive producer John Height and game director Ian Hazakostas. Uh, they'll show, share more about the upcoming Shadowlands expansion with a look at some of the newest content and development. A little vague, but uh, I would assume that there's some surprises in there. And we'll probably hear about it uh, sooner than later. Wait, let's see. Have they updated it? No, still no update on when. But not today, as you may have we'll guessed. just have to wait for someone to leak it like the uh, the Sony announcement. Yes. Um, it was for today at 9 a.m. Pacific, so it would have been 10 a.m. my time. So we would have all known about this, and we would have had a whole boatload of... It would have been a scramble of the day for the show, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm... I mean, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, we'll get it. Don't worry. Um, I'll, I'll... I'm kind of curious what they've got to... Show. Like, I feel like we know so damn much about Shadowlands already. So I have to, yeah. I, I bet it's a release date. I kind of get, well, okay. So that's possible. I thought about that, but I also was thinking, 
Is there anything they haven't talked about yet that we don't know about? I mean, all the major features we know about. We know about Torghast. We know about the Covenant system. We know about everything that, that we know so far about zones and, and how that's all going to work. Um, the only thing I could think of was either, like you say, a release date, possibly big spoiler drop of story, or st- not spoiler, story drops of some sort. Um, mm-hmm. They did put up a new short story thing on the site, which I don't have in the notes today because it just happened yesterday. But um, I mean, maybe that was to feed into that. I, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what a, a big reveal would be at this point that they haven't at least already talked about, if not already. Detailed. Yeah. My brain keeps wandering back to like BC classic, but this is specifically labeled as a Shadowlands event. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's impossible for us to know until they do it, I guess. So no news yet. We'll find out soon. I have a feeling we'll get it pretty quick given that things, um, you know, things on the front as to why they uh, delayed it have shown that we're moving more toward nothing but peaceful protests. Uh, there's been progress in that regard. And so heck in my city where we had looting and awful stuff the first day, um, they had one over the weekend. It was just as packed or more packed. And there were barely a police or a police officer to be found. It was mostly traffic cops just keeping traffic moving in certain parts of the city. So I have a feeling that as we move closer to this being a continued movement, not really fizzling out, but we're going to see less and less of a police presence and less and less reason to, or more, let's say more and more reason to, to be optimistic and say, okay, hey, we're Sony. We got PlayStation 5 to announce. We're going to go ahead and do our thing, which I guess got rescheduled for Thursday this week or Friday, something like that. Yeah. So that's another example. Um, a bunch of stuff like this got pushed. But yes, Patrick. That I, I'm sure someone will think about it and right, rightly so. Um, do we want to comment on the difference between the... Uh, the how they voiced it in this case against uh how they didn't with you know how they handled the bliss bliss chunk thing well so we not want to open that lizard specifically hasn't put out a statement the only statement that's put out was specifically by the activision blizzard account yeah sure but it's about it's about uh shadowlands so it is a blizzard thing you know yeah yeah no i agree the, the but delay of they, the... they just oh, have the delay oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the delay came from the blizzard account but here's the thing i don't think like it, this is such a damned if you do damned if you don't situation um everybody from riot who's a wholly owned you know subsidiary of of tencent in china they did a big big announcement and did a bunch of um funding plans and stuff and as far as I know, yeah, they were it's... they were never too soft on the Hong Kong stuff. I don't actually know that. I shouldn't say because I don't know. I don't remember um, how right it. I mean, it's, it, it, it's it's irrelevant in regards to Blizzard because it's like Blizzard got themselves in the situation that they did because of their actions against Blitzchung. There's no universe where they don't get called hypocrites. Yeah, like, exactly. I think um, we, we don't need to to talk about it more than that, but just not mentioning it at all would have been a bit weird. But I think that uh, you, know, you no, summed I, it up. I get yeah, where you come it, from. It, it yeah. makes. Yeah. It makes, like, I think that's uh, a lot of, like, seeing it, like, I, I know we can explain and we probably could, like, rationalize it, but that the, the way you're putting it completely makes sense and it's completely legitimate for a lot of people to I mean, I, uh, I, have that view. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I'd like to add, you know, because I'm just, at this point, throwing any, pre, 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 uh, any attempt at, not letting my personal opinions through. I'm kind of just putting them to the side for right now because I'm pretty fired up about everything that's going on. Um, I'd like to add that 
they're going to be called hypocrites either way. So I would rather see a more direct comment by them than this extremely. Yeah. Like, that's my take. That's my take. Yeah. Uh, statement. That's my take as well. Not that statements solve everything, but uh, more than just a tweet from the wow dev team saying the thing got delayed because there hasn't really been anything else. And I know it's yeah, easy for people to go, you didn't say and, something, cancel that company. Like it's, well, and to be fair, like we're going to, the three of us are always going to be pretty biased in this regards. And I'm going to, I'll be happy to point out my bias to everybody. And I want to say we discussed this during the Blitzchunk thing, but all three of us know a lot of people that work at Blizzard personally mm. and have made friends with Blizzard employees over the many years that we've done this type of content. And so like, I know you know, talking to my buddies at Blizzard where their hearts lie. And I see a lot of good, a lot of, a lot of uh, activism and outreach by individuals at Blizzard. And I would just like to see a little bit more of that reflected in the corporate side of things. Yeah. The individual um, people that I know that I talked to, none of them were cool with what happened in Hong Kong. None of them were cool with the Blizzchung situation. Um but I don't know I mean, where that line is. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm more. I'm more talking about the, uh, the 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 discussion we're currently having on race and police brutality. Sure, sure. But my that's my point though. Like that issue, this issue. I don't know why Blizzard's quiet about it. I kind of wish they I weren't mean, so quiet yeah, about it. I, yeah. It's e- it's easy I, to it's easy to speculate why they're so quiet about it, but I don't know why they are. Well, and and it's easy for me to say that because I don't have to act on it. I don't have to figure out what the right way to send that, you know, make that messaging is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just like to see, I don't know, something a little more substantial. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be all right. And I'll also, yeah, the damned if you do, damned if you don't holds. It doesn't matter who says it. Like the minute I yeah, saw Yeah, the, the thing is, it's, it's more of a, once they made that decision with Blitzchung, which I completely understand and i understand why they had to make that decision uh and it's not like you know i didn't i don't anyway uh it is impossible once you've gone through that to not then be uh you know called out even though again in this situation i think you can explain it there are a lot of reasons why they do they're doing it like this i think just like any other big company putting out a, a tweet mm-hmm. is not enough and it's been done so many times at some point you're like okay another tweet do you actually want to do something or um at the other on the other you know actually okay i'll just say this and then i'll shut up um interestingly the the commitment from activision is something that is a little bit more uh significant i think they have added to Warzone and uh, Call of Duty, the the latest one, uh, screens before loading, you know, the, during game loading, that have a whole spiel on, uh, you know, on the, the on the whole issue. Mm-hmm. They've also committed to, you know, doing more to uh, curb racist comments and stuff like that in the game my point oh, yeah. is have you, have you played it man it, every loading screen is it says black yeah. lives matter in giant bold font in call of duty right now i played a ton with my friends over the weekend and we were just like whoo oh, some people are gonna that. get that's, so you know, triggered in here and yeah. and of course like, but but that and that means it is something that they they can do and i think you know we can discuss how much they could do more i'm sure they give money and stuff like that but it, it is they're not gonna you know 
fix racism. Like what they should do is fix racism. Okay. No, not, that's, and that's you know, not, they're not what I was saying. Um, exactly. And, no, I, I, I agree. But what they are doing, I think is to their, to the roughly what they can do. And they're kind of doing it in this context. There are more things they could do. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, it's not, yeah. Here's, here's, here's my big final takeaway with all of that. Um, what I would rather see, not rather see, I think that's good what they're doing. That's great. They should do that. Activision should also, and maybe they are doing this. It'd be great. It'd be cool if they told us if they were, but um, are they doing internal reviews? Uh, are they double checking how they do hiring processes? Are they making sure that, that they are doing all they can to have equality in both pay and opportunity in, within their ranks? Like those kinds of things matter to me more because that's on the ground with real flesh and blood people. Whereas messaging is messaging and messaging matters and that's important. I'm not, I don't want to discount it, but what are they doing in the lives of the people that work there or who may work there one day? What does that environment look like? That I'd like to see, you know, more transparency on and it's on them to do it or not. I'm not saying they have to, you know, that's part of the world we live in is they don't have to do anything, but I would, that would be cool if them as the parent company and Blizzard as a, as a, large important subsidiary of of activision could show some of that that would be probably good i i mean the irony is that there are very few other companies other than blizzard that is that are as progressive as you know in the gaming space they have been very active about if it wasn't for the blitzchunk thing everyone who is angry at blizzard for social issues would be angry because they're social justice warriors mm -hmm. you know they're inclusive they have I, I don't know actually i you know it at least what we see from people there they're very uh, uh sexual orientation friendly race i don't know i haven't seen a lot of you know non-white people over there even on social media and stuff like that maybe maybe there are but things like overwatch are a statement and and it's it's interesting that they're in this regard basically they didn't adhere to that image i feel on the blitzchunk thing but aside from that uh they are very progressive i don't know if it's enough but compared to the median of all companies and in, in the gaming space i feel like they were quicker to take that kind of route and to show that kind of inclusive inclusiveness mm -hmm. um so when you're saying, you know, oh, are they doing reviews and, and making sure blah, blah, blah. I don't know how much it happens at Blizzard, but at least uh, uh, the public facing aspect, um, not the corporate communication, but all of the employees talking, it, it like they are very inclusive in that. It, at least I guess it's uh, what I've seen is mostly sexual orientation inclusive. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about the race thing, but I, it, I it's I weird that we're... Mm. You, you hit, I think you hit most of, you touched on basically everything I was thinking of, which was as far as I'm like, my concern, my experience of Blizzard is it's an extremely diverse studio. Um, but still, I, I, I don't know. This is, at the end of the day, this is a big thing about like, I, I see the connection to Blitzchung. I understand it. Uh, and I just yeah. still have personal feelings that are difficult for me not to express. It's hard. It's hard not yeah. to see, at least see some of this through that lens. It's just, that's just what we're coming off of that. Like that would still be, a gigantic controversial conversation if there were room for lesser scandals at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, when Activision Blizzard put out their statement, this was not the one pushing Shadowlands back, but they pretty early on, I want to say it was the day after Sony pushed their thing. It was just a, a general statement of support for, for black lives matter. Um, 
like I'm, I won't out my buddy, but one of my buddies like immediately texted me and was like, do they, do they get to have both this and, and Blitzchung? And that's when I was like, well, it's kind of, this looks this is more of an Activision account, but, but the fact that that was like a text that I got within minutes of that going up, I'm like, well, if you're having that thought, I'm sure a lot of other people are. I pretty much guarantee it. And they're also having that thought on their, at their desks at home these days. Cause you know, they're still not blizzard central is not a place people are working at the moment. So a lot of this thought and feeling and stuff is affected by that. I don't know. It's just a mess. Anyway, we'll see what they do. Uh, also, regarding the event, uh, we'll let you guys know when that happens. Keep an eye on our Twitter account if you want to see more. I might do a might do a simul stream or something. I just we just have to find out when it is and if it can be done or not and doesn't interfere with another show schedule. So we'll let you know. All right, Patrick, I have a BBD. I have a message for you, sir. Are you ready for your message? Uh, wait, wait a second. Okay. You're ready now. Okay. Here's your, here's, here's a statement that you should be interested in. Uh, this is from the blizzard forums. This is regarding fire mages. So it's you and all the other fire mages out there. Listen closely. We want to make ignite spread something that the player has agency for over rather. And first experimented with the system or excuse me, past system of making fire blast spread it. However, because of the importance of using Fire Blast for hot streak very frequently, we've seen feedback that this creates a lot of tension and still makes it difficult to control when you don't want to ignite the spread of your fire. In the next alpha build, we're going to try letting Phoenix Flames fill this role. As a baseline spell for Fire Mages, this gives Phoenix Flames a unique function and identity as a core spell, as well as allowing for more choice over when to spread ignite. If we continue with the change, we'll look into new talent or sorry, we'll look into a new talent to replace Phoenix Flames in an upcoming build. Patrick, does this assuage all of your dirty feelings for how fire mages aren't as fun as they used to be, or do you not, don't care? <laughs> Honestly, I'm sure many people are going to be very angry at me for saying this, but I've never really understood the difference between fire <laughs> and uh, Phoenix Phoenix Rage, what is it? Phoenix, Phoenix Flame, Flame, Flame um, Phoenix Flame, right? I just Flames. use them kind of interchangeably, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a good reason to use one or the other, but I, I, I just lost all credibility <laughs> as a <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, when does it matter the most? Rating and PvP, right? So if you're not doing any of those, eh, it's just a thing you click when it's cooldown is up. Thank you. Right, that's, that's fine. It matters a little if you're complaining about leveling as a certain ex- certain spec. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. There. That's a good point. You I start getting beat by playing, not yeah. leveling. Yeah, if you start if you start getting beat by you know I don't know stuff that you shouldn't be. Listen, if a knoll is killing you because you don't know how your shit works, that's on you. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But on, I mean, I'd I laugh. But like, I, listen, I didn't... man, if I re- if I reverse into my neighbor's uh, mailbox, that's on me. That's not on the that's not on the Ford. But the thing is, the whole concept around a fire mage is the sustaining of fire damage, and that's fire damage over time. Uh, I mean, your your class is basically trying to c- create a nonstop dot with some spiked yes, sort of you know uh, spiky damage. But the whole idea is like everything's on fire. Now you're still on fire. Okay, how about a little more fire? How about I do this one thing that keeps the fire going? Like, that's the whole job. So to me, even on the face of this as not a regular mage player, this sounds like a nice improvement. So 
we'll see how it goes. Has uh, anyone else here gone back into the Alpha, the, seen the updated Torghast, or checked out Ardenwield? Nay, I have not launched it Dude. since my yeah. first run in oh, Torghast. So I know, good. I know, it's I need to do so it. good. Ardenwield That's... is beautiful. Holy shit! I saw the preview. If you, if, the preview looked real if good. You like me? Yeah. Think Bastion is a little boring. Yeah. Oh, Ardenwield, man, it is gorgeous. Yeah, it looks nice. It looks like basically, uh, what if the night elves decided to um, also be kind of weird? Have orgies with nature, (laughs) and that would be Ardenweald would be their offspring. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, it's just hedonism bot from Futurama is going to come through like, oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, I love this place. Yeah, exactly. Oh, someone get the cherries. I love hedonism bot. Um, I didn't know we shared a love for that stupid robot. That's great to know. it's amazing. Uh, Torgas is looking. Torgas now basically looks finished to me, uh, yeah. considering how many like untextured things there were before. Like, are, oh, all, are all classes in there now, or are we still missing a couple that can play? I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I've tried since we last spoke was Rogue, because I've been leveling the alt and I'm really liking it. And I'm starting to think to myself, hmm, do I want to go Rogue? Um, so I took Rogue through on a run uh, and had a lot of fun. Um, which also sent me down the rabbit hole of looking into subtlety, which I am definitely not an authority on because I have never played a rogue uh, to, at max level. Uh, it's it's like the perpetual alt I never finish. Yeah. Um, but uh, subtlety is getting a bunch of old stuff back and like baseline spells uh, across all specs and all that stuff. And oh, there's some cool stuff in subtlety. So I did a Torghast run of subtlety and had a blast. So mm. I am. Feeling the call of the shadows, y'all. Yeah, it's a cool uh, thing. I mean, even in the state I played it in, um, I need to get back in there and fiddle. But uh, it's cool, man. It's it very, very played. cool. Oh, all classes are in now. I just found it. Yep. Oh, sweet. So oh, everybody can try it. I need to go play Paladin. Well, and then that, means, Paladin, yep. that means that things is close to being done. Um, we're, we're now in like polish mode, and that's good. That's good to know. Hope it sticks, man. I hope that thing lands with just like the most awesome possible f- functionality when it when it launches. Maybe this maybe oh, this reveal will be them going. You know what? There's been such great feedback that Torghast is now the entire expansion. I, I feel like that would get a little one note, uh, just a little bit, a little bit, a little little, little tiny bit. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's good. But the zones are good. The zones are amazing, man. Like I know we're both like a little like iffy on Bastion. Bastion gets significantly more interesting when you play further into it, um, and and the other two zones are freaking incredible so far. Bastion's so. story is awesome. Bastion's zone is boring. It's like a half done Tron level. I don't like it. Yeah, just keep going. Keep going. All right, I'll keep going. It's, it's the th- things clash. Well, things I'm clash. definitely going to be in there at some point. The question is, how much of that do I want to test versus how much of that do I want to see on day one? It's not all that one plant from Gladiator. Okay, <laughs> I know mo- the, like the first half is basically all that one plant from Gladiator that you want to run your hand through. Yeah, uh, but it 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 switches up. I do want to run my hand through that wheat in gladiator when he does hey that. you know exactly what i'm talking i know about. what you're talking about bastion yeah that, i'm pretty sure that was the other direction for bastion they put up they had a they had like a mood board yep. and they put up just a screenshot of wheat well it's very like that it's That's very bastion. ancient greece it's very yeah they're totally going for that vibe and having all that wheat everywhere oh my gosh i gotta tell you guys something that cracked, cracked me up i didn't even realize this is unrelated to world of warcraft if anything it's related to diablo and of course heroes of the storm but zool in diablo or excuse me in heroes of the storm 
uh, a necromancer from the Diablo world, has a skin. And you can probably laugh at me thinking, Scott, we all knew this. I didn't know this. Okay, so I'm just telling you my ignorance kicked in today. I was watching that nonstop 24-hour Hasbro stream of G.I. Joe episodes constantly, just on all the time. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Um, I would come home from school and immediately plant my butt in front of G.I. Joe when I was younger, and I loved it. So anyway, I've been doing that. And right in the middle of it, I realize, oh my gosh, Serpentor, which is like the ultimate, they, they basically create a god that now runs all of the Cobra uh, terrorist group. Uh, Serpentor, he shows up after he's, after he's made or after he's created. Oh my he's just God, in a you're robe. totally right. He's just I in like a robe. And then later he puts on his clothes, which is like a big snake head over his head, head and a bunch of snaky shit all over him. And I went, <gasps> that's the Zool skin. Where he's got the sna- and he's got the thing he rides. He's got one of those too, like a like a sky scooter. He shoots around in. It looks just like the one Zool has. I mean, there are differences, but I figured it out. Somebody at Blizzard was like a huge GI Joe fan and made a Serpentor skin for freaking Zool, and it never occurred to me. Amazing. Anyway. I too used to watch a bunch of GI Joe and completely forgot about Serpentor's existence, so this never occurred to me. He sucks. Uh- <laughs> he's a he's a terrible villain, but. I, I had a lot of fun watching that. Today. There's a lot of uh, a lot of pop culture from my childhood that still sticks with me, and that I'm still very passionate about things like Ninja Turtles and sure. uh, Gargoyles comes to mind. Yeah, GI Joe did not stick. Well, GI Joe, well. you would have come in late, right? Because it started when I was in. Junior oh high yeah, it was in full school? on like syndication, just random, yeah. you know, reruns wherever the hell whoever currently had a license to rerun. And it. I knew it was ridiculous from the day I saw the first one. It didn't matter how young I was or how old I am now. I know it's the stupidest thing on the planet, but man, do I get into it. It's so dumb. <laughs> also, anyway. like, I'll hit you with the with the tweet right now. Scott, do you really think that G.I. Joe didn't inspire a ton of the artists at Blizzard? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. That, Just that's, look at it. See, that's what hit me is I realized, oh, yeah, that's where 90% of this is coming from. Like, some of these ideas they have for superhero costumes for these heroes and some of their different skins. Like, these guys are going back to their cartoon Saturday lifestyles and just saying, hey, what... What weird thing do we like? Hey, what about Voltron? That'd be cool. What if we made, you know, Tassadar look like Voltron or look like a Transformer? Or what if we did this or that? And and this is just a case that just flipped past me. I thought, well, what's this about? This is weird. Why is Zool dressed up like that? Anyway, I guess he likes, hates snakes. <laughs> and then I moved on. But then I saw Serpentor and it all made sense. Patrick, does any of this make sense? I mean, you guys brought the Smurfs to us. Did we bring G.I. Joe to you? Kind of. Um, but it was always... <laughs> terrible (laughs) it's so american it is so american um it's it it, you know i think now the gi joe movie is kind of uh acceptable in that respect it's no you know when they managed to make captain america feel relatable to any uh country in the world Mm -hmm. even though it's still very american it it was like how how can you do it but Mm -hmm. they managed they somehow Um, figured it out gi joe G.I. Joe is American <laughs> to a point that is difficult to explain. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you understand, but even even however much you think how American it is, it's even more American to us. Oh, like it's, it's ridiculous. The amount, yeah. the, 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 like, and I don't, I don't mean to get back to what we were talking about earlier, I promise, but you don't realize how much gun culture is American. 
Oh, yeah. And well, here's the problem. Back yeah. then, nobody in G.I. Joe sh- actually shot each other. No one ever got hit, and it was all laser guns that don't exist. Yeah, but it's, of course, of course. Yeah, so we were, as kids, we were like, yeah, guns, cool. Uh, I, I, oh, I we watched really, it, too. I don't want to make it, I, I don't want to make really it like seem like you were watching it. That, that your, 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 favorite, your favorite game, Overwatch, is, like, basically a sequel to G.I. Joe. Like so much so <laughs> that I don't think Genji would exist without Snake Eyes. Oh, that's a great okay. point. He is totally no, Snake but Eyes. It's, yeah. I mean, yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. This I'm is only the thing I'll say. I'm gonna leave, drop that and I'm not and walk away. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend like we didn't watch it or we don't have you know, violent entertainment because, yeah. of course, we do, and we enjoy the vi- American violent entertainment very much. Please don't <laughs> take it away. Don't you know ban me from American stuff because right. this is half of the world cult, the world's culture. Yeah. Still, uh, it it wasn't GI Joe wasn't a thing that was super popular in in France or Europe. I feel, and there were American tv shows and and cartoons that were very popular it's just that this one i think resonates a little bit more even than others with that very i don't know how to describe it other than it's just very american it's just jingoistic and and over the top and uh, it's yeah it's really really dumb how about he-man how did he-man land in the land oh yeah now you're talking okay he-man all right (laughs) actually so uh he-man was called in french uh musclor which is essentially muscler musclor um and i didn't realize he was he-man which is a weird name muscular? i guess like it's a he-man but <laughs> but but muscular musclor uh is the, the name of he-man this like, in france that's amazing is this like in the u.s we changed the name of mr satan to hercule in dragon ball z is that <laughs> what's going on a little bit, but it's more uh, like He-Man is so means so like it means nothing in French, right? And so you have to you have to find a way to uh, uh, convey. Because you're making what? me think. You're making me think now that He-Man really it just sounds like Scott when he can't remember the name of something. Yeah, just make it up. <laughs> What's the he with the man? You yeah, know, with uh, the deal. What's his name? He had a man in his like name. Scott trying to remember the name Malfurion. Like yeah, He-Man yeah. is something yeah, he would say. Exactly. So wait, did they change the music it's so like, it would go muscular? Like, do, 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 yeah. Do, do, do. Really? Oh, wow. And uh, Scott Scott for Malfurion is essentially, he would say, oh, uh, the 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 uh, uh, water elf forest person. And that's what, you're right, what He-Man is. Oh, my gosh. Bit. I just found um, the French. He-Man bird person. I don't know. He's got a beard. I just found the French <laughs> opening. We're going to hear this real quick. Okay. Not the French open, the French opening. They're going to get banned. Ready for a DMCA takedown. Here we go. Chateau. Oh my god, this this sounds so terrible, like terrible French. Is that him saying oh I have god, the power? Would, Does he have the power? I would scream that so much when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm so glad I found that. All oh. right. Par le du crâne je la force toute puissante. Yeah. Is that, that mean? That's a lot of words so, to say I have the power. Yeah, that that's is a so lot. many extra words. No, it's, it it's by the power of... It, he doesn't say like by the power of the... Essentially in French it means uh, by the power of the ancestral skull. <laughs> uh, I, I hold the 
almighty power. Really? I was, I, was, I was really just trying to make an ignorant American joke because okay. I figured that's probably not what right. it means. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. I love it. And then you could hear oh, in the that's, background that's going, incredible. Muscular, du, 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 and they change the music. <laughs> All right, musclor, musclor. I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole of like what are like. I don't even remember where we started with this. I want to know what Shang Tsung's "Your Soul Is Mine" is. I want. Oh yeah. What is what is what is Frostmourne Hungers in the French version of Warcraft Three? Listen, if I've learned anything, it's that Patrick loves to dance like a monkey when I tell him to do something in French. He loves doing it. It's your favorite thing, right, Patrick? (laughs) I adore. Stop everything. Why I followed this up with I'm going to go look it up myself instead of asking Patrick (laughs) to say it for me. So, uh, but there's a yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to make a point that the very first animated wiener I ever saw that wasn't my own hubba hubba, uh, (laughs) was uh, a French thing. So, so your first exposure to, to crappy American stuff might've been, uh, 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 GI Joe. For me, it was like, what's his name? Um, Mobius, the famous French artist Mobius and and an animated thing he did with a guy with a wiener that moved. So I remember that. That was a big. That was an exciting time in my life. Thanks for that. France. The wiener moved because the dude moved. No, or, it was, was an it animated like thing. It has its own, he was like an ethereal uh, blue will? guy. He was a guy that like floated around. I don't remember the exact animation, but somebody oh, animated it. And he so had a, something somewhat similar to Watchmen to yeah. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. So we give you the violence. Okay. You give us the wieners. It all balances out. Good job. Excellent. Mm, I mine was uh, the Tree of Might, the Dragon Ball Z film, because that was not on TV, which means I had to like order it from some weird anime business, and that shit was uncensored. And it was just Gohan Wiener all over the place. Really? Yeah. Really? I thought- oh, is, the, Dragon Ball has like a shit ton of nudity, man. They just edited all of it out. I did not know US that. Version. I didn't know but that. Not sexy nudity, just like. I mean, it has both, I would argue. Uh, but yeah, there's also just a lot of like nude kids because. Yes. Because nudity. You know? Sure. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. And all that crap was just edited out of the U.S. version. I had no idea. I've seen a little yeah. Dragon Ball in my time, but I've never seen. Oh, man, I'm going to like blow your mind here, man. They're like, that wasn't a that wasn't a lollipop. It was a cigarette and that wasn't soda. It was beer. All right. I'm doing a incognito mode window search for <laughs> Dragon Hold on. Ball nudity. Uh, Dragon Ball Wiener? Is that so much fan art, man? I just want to see. Oh, it'll be mostly fan art, won't it? Oh, yeah. That's a mistake. You're just going to get fan art. Listen. uh, Ah! Well, I've got an idea. We'll talk about this later. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Can't wait to hear what that idea is. All right. Uh, One more quick note. World of Warcraft Classic Summer Bowl is starting. Uh, For the first time in WoW Classic, World of Warcraft Esports presents the Summer Bowl. World of Warcraft Classic Summer Bowl is a 10v10 Warsong Gulch tournament. Begins on June 17th, so next week. Over the following three weekends, teams in North America and Europe will compete for a separate prize pool of $4,000 in each region. The tournament will be split into two regions, North America and Europe. All games will take place on live servers for WoW Classic using the recently added War Game feature. So if you want to get your PvP sports on, classic style, hot damn! They gotcha, they gotcha. So enjoy that. All right, I'm going to do something here that we uh, we haven't done before. That's because it's going to be our first time. Gamer Checks, good friend of the program, interviewed him once about classic stuff right here on the show. Has his own show as well. He does a little segment now called Classic Corner. So here it is, Classic Corner. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. It is Gamer Checks, and we are going to be doing a Classic Corner for the show, The Instance. 
Alright, the first thing we're going to talk about today is they are increasing the spawn rate of Black Lotus and are going to add many additional possible spawn locations in each of the Black Lotus zones. With a different hotfix, uh, they're working on making it so that a player cannot see a Black Lotus on screen or on their minimap if they're dead, unless they have uh, herbalism at the level 300, so that is definitely an interesting change. Next on our list, Blizzard has updated their classic character transfer restrictions to add a few new realms to both EU and the US list. These restrictions have been put in place in an effort to control the population growth in the largest realms. Sorry, Herod and Whitebane. And our last news story today, and we all knew it was going to happen once you started seeing uh, a couple, two, three, four hour queue times, is Heron and Whitemane uh, are getting a second layer again. Uh, from a blue post, this is a step we're taking very carefully to make it so that players can enjoy playing on those realms during peak hours. It has been a very high priority for us to understand why, after we delayered the uh, 10 realms on May 14th. Those two realms reversed the course and experienced this, while the others did not. We will continue to pay very close attention to this situation and make adjustments to the game service as necessary. As before, Herod and Whitemane remain restricted from char the, the character uh, transfer service. This has been the Classic Corner with Gamer Checks. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Stay classic. Okay, and we're back. Thank you, Cloud uh, Gamer Checks. That was awesome. Time for this. All right, other things going on in the world of Blizzard. Uh, Diablo 4 Barbarian gameplay, 20 minutes worth of it, was put up on YouTube, and it looks great. Uh, it also looks very Diablo. Like, um, you know, this is clearly a new engine. It's in 4K. It looks beautiful. The video's in 4K, I should say. Uh, it is very dark, very bloody. It's all the tonal changes that we expect to see out of Diablo 4 over Diablo 3 but watching the actual gameplay you know if you're expecting the world to change entirely about the combat I've, I've, I've news for you it's it's Diablo and for me that's good and that was a good 20 minutes well spent did anyone else see this footage I, I'm watching it right now because yeah. I Not prepare for my podcast Scott I prepare for my podcast that's right damn it <laughs> What about you, um, Patrick? Well, I'll, I'm going to blow your mind. There's also a sorceress and a druid. 20 <gasps> minutes. What? Um, which, I mean... So, first of all, what channel is this on? Is this a leak? What the... I like, can't it's tell. on Supercars, which it has 3,000 subs on YouTube. And is it somewhere else? I don't uh, know. It's super weird. That's it a really good question. Like it doesn't feel that's, official. That is an extremely good question. Yeah, why yeah. is this on the channel that it is on? Because this is, yeah, I love a channel with 3,000 subscribers, but almost 500,000 views on this video. Yeah, and it's not anywhere else. It's not on any of the official channels, And but also Blizzard hasn't taken it down. And so this is beta footage, or alpha or whatever, uh, that is not footage and from BlizzCon, so it is I don't know. super dry. It is super dry. Like, it's just the gameplay and super boring i would say it's like it doesn't have any well nobody's talking uh, yeah. abilities or no not just that the gameplay itself like the barbarian it's like it, it has frenzy and like seismic 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 slam seismic yeah. and that's it and, yeah. it, and a seismic slam and 20 minutes of just it, and it's not even very high level it's just you know the beginning of diablo is not super exciting like your first 10 or 20 levels mm -hmm. are not incredible and it, this feels like it is level 20 maybe it seemed um, even lower than that to me it seemed like yeah maybe 10 or lower. something yeah and so 
I don't know where this is from and what it is, but it it didn't it wasn't satisfactory to me. Um, and if it is officially Blizzard, I don't understand what why they did. It, it probably like, is what not. Does it, bring? it probably is not officially Blizzard. My guess is I don't know why they haven't taken it down. I do know this though. Um, I have the opposite impression of you from you uh, from the footage because I know I know they're gonna, there's stretches in that game where you know not a lot of exciting things happen other than the moment-to-moment gameplay, but that's, you know, that's Diablo. So I'm in. I'm stoked. Uh, just seeing this made me excited. It looks more polished than I thought it was uh, from what they showed it uh, from uh, BlizzCon. I'm totally stoked. This hype is working on me, but I'm a sucker for Diablo, so what can I tell you? I'm, I'm just, I'm screwed either way. That game is going to own my, my life when it finally comes out. Um, by the way, I've not revised my 2021 prediction. I still think it comes out then. 2021 you heard it here first everybody check with me i really hope you're right i really hope i'm right (laughs) i really hope i'm not wrong i hope i am i really like diablo like the only reason i'm not still playing d3 is because they kind of just stopped making interesting stuff for d3 yeah yeah i would still be playing the crap out of that game if they were giving it meaningful updates so just another uh another season isn't enough for me either at the moment but um play the crap out of d4 but it's a good, bloody, chunky mess. I think the thing I like about it the most is the barbarian hits just, fe- they sound great. Like typical Blizzard stuff, right? Like really nice aesthetics. and It will be my first max level character in D4. Oh my lord. Really? Love barbarians. Love them. What what other class would make you not play barbarian as your first character? Because they, they have only announced three, so I'm guessing we're getting at least one more. Uh, Paladin would be hard for me to say no to. To resist there will be yeah, one it would be, it would be, if, it would be difficult but but there's something about to me like diablo is barbarian like yeah I they're agree. they're indistinguishable from one another like i i play paladins in plenty of other games including other blizzard games that's funny for me it's wizards and magic classes sorcerers and stuff that's more i always end up there eventually yeah uh, either as my second or third alt but <clears throat> yeah i say always diablo 3 was like the only diablo i really played uh I played a little of two, but I never owned it myself. Yeah, I'm all um, about just filling but, a room full of magic and destroying everything. That's my that's my jam. Yeah, yeah it's just oh, I'm so ready for it. Yep, me too. Uh, Hearthstone, what's going on this week? Anything cool? So much stuff, Scott. What really? Last time oh, you said my. there's nothing going on. Now you're saying everything's Good going on. Good lord. Okay, tell Jesus. me. Break it down. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, yesterday they announced the Fellfire Festival. Today it starts. Like. <laughs> They're just oh, like, geez. surprise, mother effers. Uh, just kicks the door down with pirates. They're just like, we're here. Our, um, I can't think of a good pirate pun. Anyway, uh, <laughs> like a multi, multi-week event stretching into July, uh, starting today with a massive Battlegrounds update. Pirates are coming to Battlegrounds. We've talked about all of the tribes that exist within Battlegrounds, things like murlocs, mechs, beasts, demons. I'm thinking, well, what's next? Elementals? Well, maybe. Well, mm. pirates kind of seem like the kind of thing that should exist in this. It's kind of goofy. It really hams up like the Hearthstone sense of humor. Where are the pirates? Well, here they are. Uh, we're getting three new heroes that are pirate-themed and 17 new minions wow. added to Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Uh, on top of the fact that they are going to start uh, rotating the minion pool, meaning like, each individual game of Battlegrounds you play may not have the same minion pool as the next. Like, you might play one and Murlocs aren't in it. 
And then you end that one, you go to the next one, and Murlocs are in, but pirates are out. Wow. And so, like, the whole, like, drafting strategy and everything is going to be much more unique from game to game, not just from update to update. And uh, it's rad as hell. And unfortunately, I had a lot of work to get done today. So I haven't tried it yet. It went live, I think, at 1 p.m. my time today. That's pretty quick. Announce it and then have it ready the next day. Crazy. Yep. yep. And then on June 17th, we're getting the single player, which we've all been wondering where the heck that is Mm -hmm. for Ashes of Outland. But it's coming. The whole thing is Outland themed. Um, You're going to team up with Illidan and take the fight to Mecha Jaraxxus. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's the theming is ridiculous and I love it. It's all about like the demons are having a big metal festival and you got to go kick them in the butt. That seems like your jam to me. Yes. Seems like a thing you'd like. All right. Three card packs up for grabs. There's golden legendaries up for grabs. There's, and this is like week over week. Uh, It keeps going. And uh, the final update of this event is July 1st. We'll get a brand new tavern brawl. The last leg of the legendary quest line. Um, There's just, there's a lot. There's a lot. And like this isn't and there's also a new expansion at some point. Like that's still on oh, the yeah, horizon. This yeah. isn't even an expansion announcement. One would assume that would still be in the works, uh, depending yeah. on how COVID has affected things on that team. But it sounds like they have the they're one of the least restricted teams as far as stuff goes because they've just either that or they were sandbagging and they just had tons of crap to push out. I don't them, know. Them, them and heroes. I I don't know. I like I I don't, I, I, they're so random with their announcements uh, versus things actually going live in the game. It feels very strange that we had an announcement yesterday and it hit today. So I wonder if they maybe pushed it just quietly. But um, they've had other things where it's just like, and it's here, surprise. But other times they give us like two months notice. So I, I really don't know what their marketing team's like guidance is for how early they let us know about things hitting the game. Surprise, mother effer. All right, uh, Heroes it's of the Storm continues to be the best MOBA on the market. There's not much to say there except it's rad and it's great and everyone should play it. Great update last week. Yeah, Go give it a try. Tracer got nerfed. She needed it. She was busted. Yeah. She's still pretty great to play, though. I like the new oh, yeah, Tracer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's nice changes. Uh, Overwatch. Blizzard removed a controversial hero, the controversial hero pools from Overwatch's competitive mode. Patrick, you're our local Overwatch fan or mega fan. What, what does that mean? The person on the show playing it. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> Controversial hero uh, pool pools. Very, it was it? very unpopular, and uh, it got pulled away. I, I, uh, it's like so high-level stuff yeah. that I don't really care all that much. It's understandable why they wanted it, and I don't understand exactly why it was that unpopular. Um, but, yeah, essentially, I don't know. Well, it's okay. It's like, why does your mage <laughs> need to keep things burning with... Uh, Roaring Flames, or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> now I don't remember what I call it. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's what's happening in that world, and as always, exciting stuff. Uh, Patrick, quick time check. Are you good to go for an email, or do you need to run to DTNS? Uh, one email. All right, here we go. Here it comes. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, time for a town crier. Quick email. This came to us from Shadowthorn. Uh, he is on the Dathramar server, I believe. Shadowthorn also sounds like a server, but it's not. Says this, hey guys, I'm behind listening, and I just caught up to episode 602 where you were talking about ways you would like the engine to be improved in WoW 2. This is, of course, assuming there ever is such a thing. Uh, the one thing I would add isn't a visual change but and wouldn't take additional processing power. I hate, hate, hate 
how a single NPC will talk over their over themselves sometimes. You walk up to a major story character, <laughs> and just as you click on him, he starts his crucial story description, then at the same time says his generic gender-slash-race greeting, interrupting himself and making it impossible to hear the story. It happens more often in recent uh, in recently than uh, since there is so much great storytelling going on. I, uh, I forgive graphical limitations easily, but this one drives me nuts. Thanks, Shadowthorn from Dath Ramar. Uh, yeah, it is annoying. I haven't thought about it in a while, but it happens. Sure. My, I have I, other nitpicks about stuff like that, but that's a big one. I yes, love this so absolutely. much because yeah. that conversation was so ridiculous and grandiose. And we were talking about complete random crap that we were pulling <laughs> out our butts. Yeah. And Patrick the whole time was just like, no, no, that won't work. Nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and we went so many unrealistic places and here Shadowthorn comes in to just be like, all I really want is to understand what the F that NPCs are saying. Yeah. It would be lovely. That is such a realistic ask, and I love it. Yeah, it's uh, a great you, practical desire you have there, and I'm glad you asked it. I mean, yeah, those kinds of bugs and weird things. Also, the pausing that happens with real-time cutscenes. Uh, not even cutscenes. You're just standing there with a few NPCs, and Jaina will go, we've got to do something about these orcs, and then pause. Yes, Jaina, we do need to do a thing about the stuff. Make sure nobody clicks me or I'll talk over myself. And uh, that's oh, no God. fun. Yeah. Scott, if you if you turn whispers on in your chat option, you'll you'll hear someone whisper a line. <laughs> is that what it is? They've forgotten their lines? Okay. Yeah. People think that the voice acting is done ahead of time. It's actually done in real time as oh. people are doing the quest. So <laughs> if they forget their line or like they spoke coffee on the page, it's uh that explains why I was in LA. I couldn't get to get lunch with Liam. He was busy doing real time Illidan lines for all the players at the time. I see. I see. And that's actually why it overlaps because, you know, if more than one person clicks on Illidan at the same time, then Liam's like, ah, crap. Uh, you know. <laughs> I just like it when you, you got Bane telling you a story. And if you accidentally click him in the middle of it, he's going, the horde stands near the. Br- what brings you here? It's like, dude, what are you are you saying one thing or the other thing? Let's figure it out and say the one thing. So we're we're with you, uh, Shadowthorn. It's a yes, thing they could absolutely. I, I will throw in my support of Shadowthorn. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, run for the White House. Of <laughs> All uh, right, run yeah. for the lighthouse. Do it. Yeah, Shadowthorn. Thank you so much for writing into the Ishnuallah. <laughs> Ishnuallah is right. Well done. Hey, uh, you can send your own emails to theinstance at gmail.com. You can also use the website at theinstance.net. There's a form right there. Please do that. Before we get out of here, quick note that frenchspin.com is not only a thing, but it's full of great shows. Patrick, what's on deck this week? Uh, As I mentioned earlier, the uh, Phileas Club, uh, like the name, P-H-I-L-E-A-S, has some pretty interesting stuff in it. And... If you enjoy mine and uh, Garrett's banter, uh, strap in because we are doing an episode of Pixels on Friday in the early wee hours of the morning. And uh, we will be debriefing the Sony PlayStation 5 press conference. Oh, very Presentation, rather. Um, So that will be available on Friday when you wake up. So subscribe to Pixels. And you will get it. You'll be happy. Nice. Hopefully. Pixels is a great uh, podcast. It's a terrible movie. Do not get them mixed up, okay? Just do your best. <laughs> uh, Garrett over at amove.tv. What is, uh, what's going on? What are you doing right now? 
Well, you can you can go there for all the podcasts I do. Um, a new Wow Killer went up last week. That's the Wow Show I do with Taliesin. Uh, we'll have a new Angry Chicken tomorrow, breaking down this massive update to Battlegrounds into the Nexus for Heroes of the Storm. But the the, the thing this week I'd like to point you to is I'm still doing uh, the short remotely videos uh, for the Arrowhead Center at the New Mexico State University. They've asked me to do a, a series on working remotely. And uh, I just finished up a three-parter with Tom Merritt, uh, where he joined me to give some tips on how to work from home, you know, safely and securely. Uh, anyway, my new guest is Jocelyn from the Angry Chicken. So you can go to bit.ly slash remote Joss, J-O-C-E, uh, to see the most recent video. It's about 10 minutes. Uh, it's very out of my my normal wheelhouse uh, of audio-only stuff. This is only a YouTube series, and it is only on the Arrowhead Center YouTube. So go check it out. My favorite part are the two comments that are currently on the video. One is, loved it by Synthus, or how do you say the name? The other one is from Jade Lang, who says, dude, what's up with your hair? I can't take you seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say nay to that. The best hair on this show belongs to you. You have young, vibrant, full hair. You should enjoy that hair. F anybody who tells you otherwise. I want I want Garrett's hair. So knock it off. Uh. Jade Lang. Uh, Listen, listen, if you make fun of my hair, I complete the first place my brain goes is you are jelly as fudge. So, uh, yeah, I if you haven't if anyone thinks that there is any thought that goes through my mind other than I don't give a shit what your opinion of my hair is. Yeah, uh, you are mistaken. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we sorted that out. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching, for being here, for hanging out with us. Our website is theinstance.net. You'll find everything there, frogpants.com, for more shows like this. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Garrett, for Patrick, for all of you. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I've got an idea. We'll talk about this later. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs)